to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And today I am so honoured to be joined uh, by an astrologer, no less, something that I'm really excited to learn about. So I have with me today Debbie Levine, and she is from uh, Fort Lauderdale in Florida. So hi, Debbie, and welcome to Life After Life. Hello, Sandy. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. I'm so excited. I love talking about astrology. I can talk about it all day long. <laughs> and I was so looking for somebody to come on and talk to us about astrology. And I was just happened to open Facebook one day and randomly Debbie just came up and she, her website is called funwithastrology.com. And I just said, this is for me because if you can have fun with it, you know, that is definitely for me, you know, I, I like things, I like learning things, but I'm not always so serious about things. So I love that right. you call your site Fun With Astrology. So welcome, welcome, uh, welcome. So do you mind if I start asking a bit about your background? Because I'm always really interested to know how people got into working in this area. So how did that happen for you? Well, it's actually kind of funny because I always loved astrology. I was in astrology my whole life, you know, like, but I didn't really know anything. I just knew I was an Aries, right? So I had, when a little girl, I don't have all the Aries stuff up in my bedroom. Um, but um, I was um, a definite go-getter, right? I always, mm -hmm. in my own mind, I always knew that I was going to climb the corporate ladder, have my own company, um, but I didn't really do anything else. And so I actually took the path. In college, I ended up in accounting. Why did I end up as an, in accounting as a CPA? Because back then there were no women really in accounting. And one of the big firms had just um, promoted their first female partner. There were no partners in any big accounting firms. And I was like, oh, women could be there. Well, then that's where I got to go. <laughs> so I became an owner. I have got my CPA. I work for Ernst & Young. Yay, yay, yay. And I was like, I quickly learned that nobody liked auditors. And I was like, I saw all the consultants. They were like getting the nice conference rooms and we were in the basement. So I was like, I got to fix this. So I went back for my MBA. And I was like, I need to become a consultant. And of course, everyone wanted me to be an accountant, but I pushed on and I became a consultant and I ended up as a transformation consultant. Right? So I would go into businesses and I would transform businesses and um, you know change their processes and organizations and all that. And I also ended up riding the computer generation, right? The, yeah. Before, not the new computer, the old computer generation, actually. <laughs> I, I started computer programming and I was really good at it, right? I was really wow. good at in, you know, creating this code, right? Creating this code that the computers would interpret. And, you know, it was usually uh, finance oriented. And so I did that actually for 20 something years. And all along the line, like, yeah, 25, I think I was with my company, like, yeah, I don't even know. I did it for like 25 years. And um, all along, I had always been into astrology. I literally got my chart read every year. Got my chart read every year in uh, in January because it was like a doctor's appointment yeah. for me. I wanted to know, like, just like I used it for planning at that point in time. I used it for planning and I would be like, what's going to happen this year? When's a good time for work? When's a good time for this, that? I'd always throw a few guys charts in and be like, you know, any of these possibilities? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> at this point in time, I had actually never seen my chart because back then um, we didn't have the Zoom or Skype yes. or any of that, right? Mm -hmm. We had a reading from someone who wasn't in person it was just like on the phone it was a phone yeah. conversation if you would record it this is dating me on a cassette tape yes. and send me the cassette tape, right yeah. i still have them right <laughs> i have one because that's actually how i ended up uh 
with my husband was because I had sent her him as one of the guys and she told me how we had been together in past lives um, but that if I didn't let him know my intention by a certain date I was going to miss it in this lifetime wow right and um and the craziness about this is that she actually wanted me I called her to make the January appointment and she was like her husband had just passed away. She really needed money. She's like, can you please do it like next week? And I was like, at first I was resistant. I was like, but that's December. And I always do it in January. <laughs> but then yeah, I was like, I know. you're being so silly, right? You're being so silly. So anyway, um, so that all ended up working out. I did it. I And I, that whole long story for another day about how all that went. But fast forward, um, all of a sudden, I had in astrology, there's certain transits that occur. And a transit is, um, you know, we have all of our you know planets that transit our chart. And I'll talk more about the chart so that your audience can understand what a chart is. Because at this point, I didn't know what a chart was myself. Like, I, I guess by this time I did. But I went for years without knowing a chart. I just basically trusted whatever they told me. Yeah. So... Um, I had this crazy transit that was occurring that really shook up my life. Like everything just was like my relationship, my, you know, my work. And like literally right before it left, it, it's, it was a, um, for those that know astrology, it was a Uranus transit. And Uranus is a planet that likes to shake things up. He is like, we are not going to be stuck and stagnant. We got to, in order to move, he's futuristic planet in order to move forward we need to like break free from the past i right? can do with that so right he, now <laughs> he shook me up right he shook me up crazy and so um right before he was about to go i got this phone call out of the blue that um that my position after 19 years in this particular company was eliminated i'm like how could that be i was one of the original people I'm mm -hmm. like, you always find stuff. But ironically, most of the people that were in my group had already left on their own. My boss already left. He went to Ernst & Young and I was like, yeah, I'm not finishing my career where I started it. I, I can't go with you. And everybody else, they went to Deloitte, they went to all these other companies and everyone kept asking me to go. And I actually said, I'm like, I'm not leaving. I'm like, if they want to get rid of me, they're going to have to pay me to leave. I've been here for, you know, X number of years. Well, I guess the universe heard me, and your honest is like, well, that's the only way to get rid of her. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take care of this. So I was like a typical Uranus transit. I was in shock, right? That's what wow. happens with those who are in shock at first before you digest it all. Uh -huh. And so I was like, of course, went back to astrology, right? Get on the phone, like I need a, I need a reading. And then I'm like, you're too close to me. And then I was like, I need to find a second opinion. I'm like, I got to find another astrologer. <laughs> and I did. And she she actually showed me my chart. And she did the reading in a whole different way. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. I, I got to learn this. So when I started, you know, I took private lessons. And when I started learning, I was like, I got to help other people. Like, I've put tons of people out of out of work from what I did for 20 years, right? Because I was a transformation consultant who put in technology, right? So, right. I don't know if people have seen the movie up in the air, but that's kind of what I felt like, like, you know, like it's okay. You're moving on, right? Like, you know, we don't need 20 people to run payroll anymore. We could do it with three. Sure. Um, yeah. So I felt like I, at this point, like I needed to get back and I was so excited. I was like, I got to I got to help other people. Like I have to help them see that they are so much more than they ever believed they were. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but at this point in time, this was my retirement job. So mm -hmm. I decided to name it fun with astrology because I'm an Aries girl and Aries happens to be a fire sign and fire equates to fun for me. So yes. if you're Aries, Leo or a Sagittarius, you are a fire sign and fire is fun. No offense to the earth signs who are a little bit more practical. All right. Those are the Capricorns, Taurus, and Virgos. We love you. Um, but so You're just not any fun. <laughs> you get funner when you get older. You're a little serious when you're young. Um, so I decided to name it Fun with Astrology. And I remember telling my mentor, 
that I couldn't believe the website was available. I'm like, oh my God, do you believe that no one's taking fun with astrology? Like, how could that be? Because <laughs> right? it was for you. Right? I was like, so, so I started my Instagram account and I was like gung-ho on that. And then everybody's like, oh, you, you know, I was like, I really want to work with a little bit, um, you know, older, you know, all generations. And so I moved to Facebook and um, yeah, so Fun with Astrology was born and it was originally just, um, I basically did readings, right? That was my primary thing. And I did it all over because I was retired. So I would try, you know, I did readings wherever I traveled. I was like, you know, um, traveling here, there, I'm like. I think I did my, I think I was in Italy doing my first reading for a girl in Ireland. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> International just, astrology. I was traveling. But then the pandemic ha- hit and yeah. that literally uh, obviously slowed down my travel. But, you know, again, you know, the universe wants us to keep going and it actually ended up pushing me into now teaching astrology. So now I help people learn because I look at astrology as just another program language. So just like I was saying, like I was really good at doing the computers, like when people are like, how did you get into astrology? Right. Because it's so like all my corporate friends are like, it's so woo woo. Like how, what do you mean you're not going to go back into consulting? Like that you're going to become an astrologer. Like it was like, I'm like, I go, I don't know. I, I think I'm doing the same thing. I'm reading a computer program, right? These are all these crazy characters that people don't know, right? Just like yeah. the, you now computers more English. But back when I grew up, when I started, it was not English. No, and, no. Um, and, you know, I used to work in education and I worked in a I, computing department. And we used to always say to people that, you know, if you're good at languages, you'd be good at computing because it is it is like learning a new language. And so you yes. must be good at languages because you got the coding, you know, you got the astrology. So there's obviously, you know, an understanding there. Right. Yeah. It's you know? just, you know, when I was younger, I took Spanish. I, you know, I learned Hebrew for my bat mitzvah. And um, wow. yeah, to me, it was just, this is just another language. And I'm like, and I did transformation for businesses. Now I'm helping uh, people, right? With yeah. self-transformation. So for me, I just felt like it was just a natural, you know, a natural path. Of course. God, so, I mean, yeah. you know, and I've said this before and I say it to you again, because I really feel, you know, that those of us who have ended up on the holistic path, there's been something that's pushed us that way. If we haven't taken the gentle hint, we're going to get the yeah. hard hit. You know, you're not listening, so I'm going to push you. And, you know, that happened with me and that's happened with you. And it's happened with so many people that I've met over the years, you know, because if 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 you're running away from what you're supposed to be doing, it's still going to find you. So I love that. So tell us about astrology, because we are just sponges here ready to soak it up from you. You know, Um, where does it come from? So so astrology actually dates way, way back. And I mean, of course, right, no one knows anything perfect, but the Babylonians were actually giving credit for, um, you know, for first creating astrology. And way, way back, so like it went from them and then they taught um, the Greeks who then taught the Romans. And but back then, astrology was really about cycles. And it still is. When I teach people, I'm like, astrology is about cycles and seasons. And that's how they like they follow this path and it really helped them forecast right so people use astrology for forecasting and planning right um they were doing the same thing right when to you know plant the crops when to harvest the crops right they were doing of like what's happening each season because you know we forget because we have all of this stuff at our fingertips that they didn't have a calendar right they didn't have this calendar they like oh it's you know whatever day today right yeah <laughs> calendar. so they um originally started using um astrology for that for like the cycles and so um when you start to study and you start learning about the 12 zodiac signs which actually zodiac is the um greek word for circle of animals 
So you know how like with the zodiac signs, Aries is a ram and Taurus is the bull, right? Gemini are the twins. Leo's the lion, right? Cancer's the crab, right? It was, so it's a Greek word for circle of animals, right? Because they, you know, they had to start getting this into that, into the picture language, right? So astrology is a picture language. And we see way back, right? When we see the artifacts and stuff, we can see the drawings of these, of these pictures. And so, um, for example, in astrology, there's the 12 zodiac signs, and they are broken out into, I always say there's a little bit of math. I hope your viewers are okay. It's a simple math. I always tell my students there are 12 zodiac signs, and there are four elements and three modes, right? Four goes into uh, 12, right? Three times. And three so times. the three modes are cardinal, fixed, immutable. And cardinal signs are the signs that initiate things. And so all of our seasons, right? So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, um, Aries, which is the start of the zodiac sign, starts spring, right? Our new beginning. And then the next season, right? Summer for us is Cancer. And then the the next season after that is fall. And that starts with Libra. And then the last season is winter, and that is Capricorn. And so Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn are our four cardinal signs. They get the season started. And so astrology was about those cycles, right? Yeah. And back then, again, they didn't even have telescopes then, so they had to do things based on what they could see, right? So they could see how the sun is moving you know, across as it rises and sets and they could see the moon. Right. And so a lot of people, right. Even people who are not necessarily um, into astrology are into the moon. Right. So you have the moon cycles. It's so visible. And that's why too, all those moons, right. So now people don't always understand the moons, but those moons, all those full moons, they were named for something for them to have understanding, right. Like the worm moon or the strawberry moon right again it was just all part of the cycles they would watch that that's why like a lot of the um jewish holidays start on like new moons or full moons because that right that's that was their calendar right and that's why they even have 28 day calendar which is the moon cycle for the women out there right that's your moon cycle came to be right the 28 day moon cycle wow and so i never Never thought of it like that, but go on. I suppose we just don't think of all these possibilities. Yeah, the twenty-eight day moon cycle. That's how I, That's how we got that, women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so following the moon, like a lot of people, they might not know anything else about the other planets, but the moon itself is so great for planning. Mm-hmm. Right? What are the costs to do on a new moon versus a quarter moon? You know, versus a full moon, and so I always, you know, um, share with my audience and teach my students about the moon cycles and like new moons, we're always setting intentions. You can set intentions every day, right? But new moons, we set tend to set like new intentions, things that we want to begin with our full moons. We want to set intentions of things that we might want to let go of, right? Because the full moon is a time of releasing. And it can be a time of celebration, right? Like I could be announcing something, right? Releasing, you know, my progress I made from since the new moon. Or if I'm not making progress, I want to let go during that full moon of things that are no longer serving me, right? So I could get ready for the next new moon, right? So people could use these cycles of energy. And people always, I'm sure you've heard this, like no one, people are like, how can this have an effect? But I'm like, if that moon is impacting these big oceans of water and making the waves and the tides yeah. come in and out, it, you know, it kind of and so you. that's how it slowly came. And actually astrology and astronomy were like one science, right? So in this ancient science, they were like one. It wasn't separated astrology and astronomy to later when they decided that things needed to be able to, you know, how they do their testing and experimenting and having very, you know, specific results. And you couldn't necessarily do that with, you know, astrology. And then they kind of separated astrology into astronomy. And so, you know, astrology was, you know, always there, but then all of a sudden at some point in time, 
you know, things came in and astrology kind of got pushed aside, right? As it was like, uh, Woo -woo. you know, the church came in and was like, no, no, no. And it took a while for astrology to come back. And it kind of came back with horoscopes, right? Oh. With horoscopes, right? And the paper, right? Because they needed, um, and I'm forgetting the actual year, but it was, they did a, the first um, horoscope for one of the queens. I should have gotten you these notes of the okay. I, queens, right? That they wanted because things were bad in, in England and they wanted to bring something happy. And so there was a birth and the, you know, the new baby was born. And so this astrologer had done this thing. And wow. so then all of a sudden, horoscopes like became part of the Sunday paper, like to, to, sell, to sell papers, right? Because yeah. people wanted... They wanted hope, right? They wanted hope. And astrology was giving them something to look forward to, right? To some type of hope that things were going to get better. And so one tip, though, that I just want to share, like, with um, with your audience is, like, so many of us, right, we read our horoscopes and, and people, not everyone believes in astrology. And that's because they read their horoscope and their horoscope doesn't make sense. They're like, they, they relate to what we call like the um, key words, right? That resonate with their sign, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I know that you are a Gemini, Sandy, and Geminis tend to be, right? They tend to be connectors, they're socializers. They like to read and learn and they love asking questions. <laughs> Hence why you're probably so good at you know, being a, a podcaster, right? Yes. Asking questions. And- um, It's an excuse to be nosy. So <laughs> Right. It's like, actually, right. It's, it's like yeah. the perfect thing, you know, yeah. for someone who's Gemini to have, you know, this, you know, before they were just like writing books and this and that. And now they have so many outlets, Gemini, to, you know, connect with others. <laughs> right? It's amazing, right? What, what the future has brought us. But sometimes people read their horoscopes and they don't make sense. Mm. And they're like, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that. My horoscope's never right. So, the reason that this happens is because, first of all, we're so much more than our sun sign. We all like, and that's why some people like, they're like, I don't even resonate with my sun sign. Like, I like, you know, I hear this a lot from Leos in particular. Like, I, I, I'm not showy. I'm not this. I'm not that. Um, and, or even the Scorpios, because Scorpios get a bad rap. But I'm going to tell you, Scorpios are, are a very strong sign. And everyone needs a Scorpio in their life. They're very loyal. <laughs> and they'll they'll stick with you they're not afraid of the dark <laughs> they'll stick with you so the reason this is is i'm just going to give you guys a basic um foundation of how your chart gets created so when you're born mm -hmm. right and you take your first breath yes they have like a camera it's like a camera's out there and it takes a picture of the sky mm -hmm. right and that picture has the 12 constellations, right? So the circle of animals, right? So Aries, Taurus, Gemini has the 12 constellations. And then it has the planets, the sun, moon, and the planets, the planets and where they were in which constellation, right? In which wow, constellation. Okay. So when someone says like the sun, like you were born when the sun is in Gemini, that's because at that point in time, the sun was traveling through that zodiac sign. I get and you. So I was born in Aries, so that the, that's where the sun was. So all of these, so the moon, right? The moon, the sun changes signs every 30, approximately 30 days. The moon changes signs approximately every two and a half days. There's your math, everybody. 28-day moon cycle, 12 signs. 12 goes into 28, right? Two plus a little more. Right? So every two and a half days, the moon changes signs. To get through all 12 signs and then all the planets do this right mercury travels through each sign about every three weeks you know unless he goes retrograde everybody's heard about the mercury yeah. retrograde you might explain that to at some stage Come <laughs> and so every single planet was somewhere so like right now we have there's inner planets and outer planets the inner planets which are mercury venus and mars they travel very fast Matter of fact, Mercury and Venus never leave the sun side. Mercury is either one sign ahead, one sign behind, or right with the sun. And Venus never moves more than two signs ahead or behind. 
Mars is the first planet that actually ventures out and will eventually get opposite the sun and uh, and away. But the other planets, they spend more time in signs, right? They spend, so like Uranus spends about seven years in a sign. So like a whole group, right? A whole generation will have that, right? Neptune spends many years in the same sign. Pluto, the same thing. Pluto, you know, Pluto can spend up to, I think, 20 years, 14 to 20 years in a sign. So like Pluto's been in Capricorn for a long time now. Wow. Pluto will be moving into Aquarius finally um, next year. So like a whole generation, right? A whole generation has Pluto. When I was born, Pluto was in um, was in Virgo. Right? It was in Virgo. I was just going back to your, yours. I think it might've been there. Um, oops. Sorry, my computer fell asleep on me. While we were doing that, but yeah, so like your generation, are you with me? Oh, no, Pluto moved into Libra by the time uh, uh, I was generation. born. Your generation's bring my generation and Virgo was, was bringing changes for health. And we're very, we brought in, there was like before that, like my parents, they cooked with like the chicken fat and the Laura and this and that. There was yes. no concept health stuff and then when my generation came in we got older all of a sudden we're bringing in all these special things right we have you know dairy free gluten free we're cooking yeah. healthy we're doing all this and then your generation the Libra generation started bringing in you know more of the peace and the harmony and the balance and the relationships right every generation contributes right contributes okay. to stuff and those outer planets so Uranus Neptune and Pluto are really impactful for that and then in between, I didn't get to talk about Jupiter and Saturn, but Jupiter is a planet that loves to bring abundance, right? He's also the planet that shows us our beliefs. And so Jupiter is like the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. Everyone loves Jupiter, you know, because he's so beneficial. Um, but Saturn, Saturn's a little bit harder. Saturn's like the teacher. He's like father time. And so Saturn's what really brings um, all of the challenges that we experience. And so I like call this school. So I say like, before you were even born, right? Before you were even born, they were like, would you like to go back to earth school, Sandy? And you were like, sure, I'll go back. And they're like, all right, registrations to the left. And you're like, okay. And you're all excited. You're like, what am I going to do there? And you went and you picked out all these choices. You're like, well, I really... I want to just be so social. I, I want to make sure that I come back with a Gemini sun. Like that's going to be my essence, right? You got to pick, there's 12 different essences out there. You had a choice and you were like, I want Gemini. I'm going to wow. shine in Gemini, right? And then you got to pick all these others, including your teachers. So like your Saturn is actually in Cancer, right? And Cancer is, um, it's a water sign. It's a cardinal water sign. So it's forceful. And it's about relates to home and family, right? It's a very mothering and nurturing sign. Yeah. And so um, people who, you know, pick Saturn, right? Their teacher to be in cancer, they're going to have lessons in life that are going to be family related, right? Those are going to be the experiences. And so they're going to have experiences as they're growing up, like more challenges in that area of their life, then someone would say, um, in my case, I have Saturn and Aries, right? So a totally different ex experience. And everything goes through cycles, just like the moon go changes, you know, signs every two and a half days and takes 28 days. And the sun, right, goes through all of them in 12 months. Saturn takes about two and a half um, years. And so at 29 and about between 20 and 30, so we say 29 years old, we go through what's called our first Saturn return. And so it's like we're graduating from that first level of school. We went through all these challenges. Now we're graduating. And usually some event will happen in someone's life around that time that will take them into their next set of challenges and lessons. I don't want to put you on the spot. So I don't know if you remember any big life event that happened to you when you were like at that age. Um, well, I was already married and, and a mother to my first um, by the time I was 29, but I did have a car accident around that time, which really has had an impact on the rest of my life. So that could have been maybe the change uh, that, that came up yeah. around that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I always have, because people do, 
get nervous, right? Their first thing is to always think of a, like a negative event that changed their life, right? And it, and in a lot of, in many cases it is, right? Like that car accident might have been the, the thing that like slowed you down or whatever to change direction, right? Yeah. To change direction. Um, so, but just so that your audience, not everybody's like fearful if they're under 29 right now, it's like, it doesn't <laughs> have to be that way. No, it right? doesn't. But, no. Yeah. I get you. I will say a lot of people do. There's a lot of people who get divorced. A lot of people who have like things happen. They lose a job. They lost a big sum of money, right? There are things um, like mine happens <laughs> to be in my 10th house, which is a house of career. And I actually changed jobs and went to my final company um, at 29 years old. So if you're already on the right path, and it just needs to get you to the next path for the next journey. It could be some people get just as many people that get divorced, get married, right? So if they got divorced or had a major breakup, it means because it means there's nothing against that person. I always tell people too, like every soul is here to help you. Every soul loves, right? Mm -hmm. We experience stuff through the person, right? Through the ego part of that person that we see, but truly the soul and each of us, it's like it's already these are contracts that we all agreed to because we came back to earth school to learn right so they all love they're just helping us so at that point in time that soul that was helping you get to where you were is like no longer needed in order unfortunately for them to part ways with you there would have to be a breakup right so there you know whether it was just a regular breakup or a divorce they right? have things happening because they're not going to be part of your next journey i get you right the next cycle right? So the next yeah. cycle, right? the next 29 year cycle. And so I always say like, sometimes really bad things happen, but we have to just remember that all that, that soul is just part of the story. Like this is just a big, like experience that we're going through, right? Yeah. To all evolve. And so, so everybody, when you were born and you took that first breath, that picture was taken of where all the planets were in the zodiac signs. And that is your chart. That is your chart. And, and it tells so, so much. And, you know, people can't see it, I know, but I'm nodding as you're talking because I don't understand astrology. I've never looked into astrology. I've never had my chart done, but I'm going to have my chart done because it sounds so amazing. But because I've always looked at it from a different side because I do numerology and numerology, yes. numerology has a huge basis in astrology. Um, it's mixed with the science of numbers. But as you're talking and you're talking about, you know, certain cycles and pinnacles and stuff like that, like that all comes up in the numerology chart as well. Yes. So Pythagoras yeah. just took what he knew from astrology and mixed it with the science of numbers and, and devised it in a different way. But it sounds to me like the information is very similar. Right. You know, I, I don't <coughs> know if you've ever had your numerology done and had a chance to compare yeah. or contrast the two. Well, you know what? It's actually the foundation of so many things, right? Because there's astrology related to the tarot, right? So you can take tarot and they go through the tarot cards and they relate back. Like, so in astrology, we have the four elements. Okay. okay? We have the four yeah. elements, fire, air, earth, and water, and they relate to each. And I used to know them. I'm not a good tarot person, but I, I don't have my notes for that now. But when I run my workshops, um, I always connect for them and I can't remember. I know there's like the sword, this and that, but... Um, and, and I just like, better say, in case people are wondering why I'm not chipping in and saying why, it's because I've never read a book on tarot cards. I use them to read, but I use them to nudge my intuition. I've never read, you know, the cards in that way. But I know what you're saying because I, I do see people saying, oh, is that a water card or whatever? I don't know. But, you know, people are probably saying, why is this Sandy telling her? She, she knows tarot. <laughs> But we well, all read things different ways, and, th and that's okay too. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I know people are going to think it's. No, it is. Like, so it's a foundation for a lot of things, right? So, like, you're yeah. saying, like, numerology is a thing in it. Um, uh, the tarot does. Um, human design, right? Has some aspects. And even Myers Briggs, right? So, personality tests. So, people don't know this, right? But the. The women who created Myers-Briggs, right, they used some of Carl Jung's work. And Carl Jung, right, who was a psychotherapist, he actually would never take a patient on without their chart being casted. So really? he would have their chart casted and he would use that, right, as part of it. So um, 
yeah, he actually even said that like psychology would be a dinosaur without astrology. Um, so yeah, and I'm probably paraphrasing that, but that you get the gist. So yeah, no, totally, uh, because you know, so many people that are into science and into stuff like that, they dismiss us completely. You know, anything that we do. So to hear somebody that can embrace it, I love it. Yeah. So that's why it's like, when you know, people say that I'm like, it's really the foundation of every, you know, it's a foundation of a lot of stuff, right? It's a, yeah. of a lot of things. And so, you know, obviously everybody has their things. Some people believe and some people don't believe. And I, I know I sidetrack myself. The reason people don't believe in horoscopes is because they read for their sun sign. Mm -hmm. And you're so much more. And the way your chart works, right? The way the chart works is that at the moment you were born, right? So let's just say you were born at 1.30 a.m. At the moment you were born, there was one of the 12 zodiac signs, one of those constellations was rising up at the in the east at the moment you were born. And that sign that was rising up is called our rising sign. And it is what anchors our chart. So in astrology, here goes some math. <laughs> the chart is a circle. It's 360 degrees. There are 12 zodiac signs. 12 goes into 360 30 times. So each zodiac sign occupies 30 degrees of your chart. So you have all. So when people are like, oh, I hate Scorpio or I hate Capricorn. I'm like, you know what? Everybody has a little bit of every sign in them. So don't go hating on it any because your chart is 360 degrees and there's 30 degrees of that chart that has that sign but horoscopes are written as if everybody was born at like six o'clock in the morning right when the sun was rising right so when the sun was rising it would be in this your rising sign and your sun sign would be the same it would be the same because the sun was in gemini say in your case and if you were born at six in the morning it would have been rising in gemini mm-hmm and so when it comes to horoscopes in the paper, they're writing 12 horoscopes. Yeah. Now, if they were to write a horoscope that for every combination of sun and rising sign, right? Because the same day you were born, right? The sun was in Gemini, but every two hours, here we go with math again, there's 12 signs in 24 hours. So every two hours, the rising sign changes. So if they were to write horoscopes, right? For the, every combination, they'd have to write 12 times 12. They'd have to write 144 different horoscopes in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. They can't do that. Right? That would be crazy. So they write it from a sun perspective. And so people read their horoscope and they'll be like, well, nothing happened for me at work and nothing happened in my relationship. And that's because they're reading it based on the sun and your rising sign being the same, which is what anchors the 12 houses. So if you do know your rising sign, if you do know your rising sign, then I would tell your audience to read both your sun and rising sign horoscope and put them together because your rising sign. So in my case, my sun is Aries and my rising sign is cancer. If I only read the Aries, it would always seem off when I read the cancer, it gives me the flavor of something's going to happen at home or something's going to happen in a relationship or work because I'm putting the two together, right? They couldn't possibly again, now there's computerized, now we have apps and stuff. So now they are getting better, but the initial horoscopes in the paper were just those 12 zodiac signs. So um, if you are someone who does not feel like you connect with the horoscopes in the paper, you are not alone. Think about it. Only... Um, I'm not going to do percents, that's higher, harder math, but right, one out of 12 people will have their rising and sun sign the same are going to resonate with it, right? I have a girlfriend who's a double Virgo, so it always resonates. Another one, a double Libra, that's what we call them. When the sun and the rising are the same, we call it double. And for those that have been always curious what your big three is, like you've, you've heard that term thrown around like, oh, you know, what's your big three or my big three is this, right? The big three is your sun sign. Right? So in Sandy's case, your sun sign is Gemini, right? Your moon, in your case, your moon is Virgo. And then your rising, which is Aquarius, <clears throat> right? So for me, mine is Aries sun, Leo moon, and Cancer rising. So that's what the big three is. And when you create your chart, if you go and create your chart, um, 
you you could uh you'll see what all of these are and you can see, actually see all of them and actually on not on my main site so i'll have to give you my um site like my site that i keep all my uh courses and readings and products on which is fun with astrology but also but it has like a little mv it's mv.funwithastrology.com i'll put so the link remember, below for people yeah yeah, so in there you'll see that there is um, a free guide that takes you step by step on how to create your chart, how to create your chart, and so that you could start getting familiar with your chart and where the planets. So that's the first step, right? Of just like understanding is creating your chart and starting to see. And I know at first it's kind of hard because they're all like little pictures, and you're like, the sun and moon are easy, right? The sun's a little circle, the moon, everybody knows what that looks like, but all the other symbols, people are like, what are these? <laughs> yeah, so it takes a little time. Um, it takes a little time to learn them all, right? Yeah, so that's why I had to create flashcards for my students so that they could, like, old. You were in education. You you were saying so, like, you yeah. know, old school when you were young. How did you learn things and created flashcards? Yes, we did. <laughs> and then I figured everything else, oracle cards and tarot cards and these cards. I was like, we need astrology cards. <laughs> I get, and I love that idea and I think I'm going to get them. I'm, I'm not sure that I have it in me to completely learn it, but I think having some knowledge of where you are or, you know, where you come from is amazing. Now, can I ask you, and not to throw you off too much, so how would somebody decide if they needed to get a psychic reading or their astrology chart done? What Would, would there be a difference? Um, I think there is so because one of the misconceptions that sometimes when people come to me is they think I'm a psychic and I'm not. And so um, I'm just I'm I'm interpreting the chart mm -hmm. at a point in time. Right. So I think that um, one of the great things astrology does is it can bring self-awareness. Right? So many mm -hmm. people, you know, what happens in society kind of tells us who we're supposed to be and puts all these layers on top of us. Right? Yes. They put all these layers on top of us. And then we wake up one day and we're like, who am I? I don't even know this person in the mirror, right? Because we came so far away from what our soul, right, signed up for. Remember, we went over to registration. We signed up for all this stuff. And they were like, what happened? <laughs> um, so I think if someone is looking to understand themselves, an astrology reading, right, would be um, a great tool to do that. Astrology does have a level of prediction and forecasting in it, right? Just like our relative, our ancestors used it for. So there is a concept for that, but there is a lot of free will, right? There's, you know, because I'm not a psychic taking it to that next level, right? Of mm -hmm. seeing beyond, I'm just giving you clues onto what's coming, right? Like I could have given myself the clue if I was paying attention, but I wasn't because I was distracted you know i would have been like oh my god debbie you're going to be going through your honest cycle things are going to be shaking up don't be surprised right where if if i and i did when things were sh shaking up i did go see psychics and angel card right because i needed as much information as i could and i wanted to understand i needed to see beyond right the realm right sure. astrology told me that an event was going to take place and happen right but it doesn't take it to that next step so like if you, if someone wanted, you know, needed information right now, right, of like an event that was going on and they needed deeper stuff, I would be like, well, you, may, you should um, make an appointment and visit a psychic, right? Because you could share more of that with them, right? You could give yeah. them more of what you see, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And they, they can even tell you, like, I know something's going to happen in my career. Can you give me some more insight to it? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I and I suppose from the numerology side, from, you know, doing numerology for years as well. And I, I think this comes from um, astrology is that, you know, when I'm doing numerology, numerology, because when I'm doing a psychic reading, I combine both the numerology and the psychic. Right. To try and give the, the two sides of it. So with the numerology, it's like you give them a plan of what area of life they should be concentrating on at a particular time. So I'm guessing right. that comes from the astrology, does it? Yes. Yeah, so, um, like for example, just using the moon as a simple example, right. Is I feel like even if you don't believe in it all, right. The moon, um, right. We have 12 full moons, 12 new moons a, a, a year, right. Um, sometimes an extra one, you know, there's a 13, 
in there, but it there's going to be a full moon and a new moon in each of your 12 houses, right? So in astrology, there's 12 houses. Each house represents something, right? The first house is the house of self. The second, the house of personal um, worth and our possessions and our values. Each house represents something. And so every month, the, there's going to be a new moon and a full moon at some point in time in them. So I say it's a good time to focus on those areas of your life, right? Yes. So like if you're like, you know, when is a good time to focus on home and family versus relationships? It gives you that opportunity, right? So that you don't feel overwhelmed trying to fix everything and do everything in your life in one day, right? How can I work with, right? I always say it's better to work in flow with the universe, right? How do I flow with the universe and work in that timing? And that's where the cycles, right? Which are, you know, back to our ancestors. When do we plant things? When do we harvest things? When are things happening, right? They used the sun and the moon, right? To understand that. And then they started to see the planets. And remember, they didn't have telescopes then, so they could only see through Saturn, right? They couldn't see Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto because they couldn't see it with the naked eye. Matter of fact, yeah. they would get confused right with like venus right one minute venus is rising up in the morning and then the next thing she's at night like so she's like she has her evening star and morning star you'll hear venus right venus is the morning star now she'll be the venus when she goes to retrograde she becomes the evening star right? and even like things of like mercury like they're like well mercury is moving forward because i know you were asking about mercury retrograde right? and people are always like well, what you know what does retrograde mean is mercury really moving backwards right everybody thinks that like oh he's moving how does he move backwards but it's not he's always moving in forward motion right it's our from our perspective here on earth ah, right get you. Yes. so if you think of a race track right right the race track is an elliptical shape it's not a circle round circle yeah. and you'll be watching the horse right and you're like rooting your horse on go go and it's in first place and then it takes the bed and all of a sudden it's falling behind you're like what's going on right and that's it right it's just that perspective of where it is from our point of earth that all of a sudden it looks like mercury is going backwards but it's still moving forward just like the the horse or the race car is still moving forward it just looks like all of a sudden it's going backwards and um so you know it all comes back down to you know back down to just understanding this the cycles and so like you know back to your question i i i think that astrology can give us so much right just like mm -hmm. numerology that we all have but i think i think it is the combination and collaboration of them all that can give you even a bigger picture right that's why i always when people come to learn astrology from me and they have um and they have some other spiritual background either they're you know a psychic a medium um a tarot they do tarot they do you know wake whatever i'm always like it's such a great combination to add right you're just adding another tool right so you know sometimes i don't even necessarily i'm an astrologer because i really feel like i'm just a transformation um girl at heart and uh whatever transformation it is astrology is just my tool right so people because you know and being you know corporate your whole life you know they don't understand woo woo you're like you know they're like what do you do and i'm like I help people with self-awareness. I help people build self-confidence, right? I help people feel, right, confident in their direction, confident in who they are, you know? And how do I do that? I use astrology as a tool, right? Astrology is a tool that predominantly I use for self-awareness. And once we have self-awareness, I love using it for relationships, right? I know how many people like, you know, oh, I'm going to date this guy. What is he like? Oh, you know, he's a Sagittarius. Does Sagittarius and Gemini get along? <laughs> Everybody wants to know that, right? Of so, course. but once you're aware of yourself and then you can become aware of others and how the two of you interact, then astrology becomes really important in relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding your children. Like I know you have, you have what, three children, right? Two. Yeah, two boys. I'm oh, sorry, two boys, two boys, two boys, um, right? And they might be very different. And, mom, you know, moms sit yeah. there and they, my mom used to say, I don't understand how your brother and you are so different. I raised you both the same. Like yeah. she used to say that all the time. <laughs> and it's because, you know, we selected different courses when we reincarnated. 
And I love it because I talk so much about the soul purpose, you know, the reincarnation, deciding what we want to do before we come back. So it all ties in and astrology seems to tie it in. And I just think, you know, the people back in the day, they were so clever, you know, because we have so many structures around the world. We have Newgrange here in Ireland, it's like 5,000 years old, and it was built for the, the midsummer sun, you know, like they were so clever in how they used these different things and how could, they could build structures based on the sun. And, you know, when oh, you think yeah. they didn't have telescopes or compasses or calculators or any of that, you know, we're spoiled these days. As you say, we have apps for so much. <laughs> But exactly. Debbie, I mean, I could talk to you all day about this. You know, I think, you know, it's something that we're not going to teach people in the time that we have available today. But, you know, you've explained it so well and, you know, given me such so much more insight into, you know, what it is, because I suppose and I, I'd be guilty of this too, saying, but it's just horoscopes, you know. So and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's what we're fed, you know, uh, growing up. But now that I know that there's so much in it, I definitely want to have my chat read. I'm so into it. <laughs> and for yeah. those listening, um, I'm sure, you know, um, Debbie has an open invite on her website for people to join her Facebook page. And she goes live in there every Wednesday. Is it 10 a.m. Eastern time that you go on yeah. live? Yeah. So right that would be what? 3 p.m. Um, Irish and UK time, roughly, yeah. yeah so, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, but people don't have to watch it live. It's on there. It's in the group. They can join. Yeah. You know, watch it in the in the evening with their with their tea or whatever. But she is live in there every Wednesday, and she provides so much value in there. And you know, you're all welcome to go there. So I'll give all those links to her websites, to her free guide that she mentioned on her website, to her Facebook group, and to her flashcards for those of you who are interested in learning astrology and learning more about it. And I, I believe, you, you know, you tell them more about that in the group and on your website as well. Yes, okay. Yes. Debbie, thank you so much. I think I think we've really, thank you know, you. Um, wrung every piece of information that we could in the time we have available out of you today. But thank you so much for telling us about astrology because um, it is something that a lot of people talk about and yet we don't know much about it. So this has really helped. And, you know, you provide the one-to-one -one readings as well. You do people's charts so they can contact you directly for that. So thank you so much, Debbie. It's been a pleasure to have you. And maybe in the future, we'd have you back um, to tell us a little bit more, maybe even in January, you know, um, you might pop back on just to give us a, a look at what's coming up in the year ahead. Yes, that's lots of big things for 2023. Oh, wow, yes. I can't wait. A little heads up. Well, maybe even in December, it's it's probably a good time when people are starting to plan. We, you know, if you have free time, just to have you on for fifteen or twenty minutes to give us a quick, um, you know, um, projection of what's going to happen in twenty twenty three and what we should be concentrating on. I'd love that. Oh, that would be. I would love to. It'd be my pleasure. <laughs> thank you so much, Debbie. For now, take care. Thank you, and thank you to everybody for listening. I'll see you in the next episode, and until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Spirit.